Welcome to the Healing Hearts and Awakening Souls podcast, where we will be exploring what it means to heal from your past pain and programming so you can awaken to who it is that you truly are at the soul level. My name is Kara, and I am an intuitive energy healer, channel, and guide. I am so excited to be on this journey with you as we activate our soul remembrance of what this human experience is all about and why you chose to be here at this time. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Healing Hearts and Awakening Souls podcast. I'm so excited to be back here, and I do apologize. I did not intend for there to be such a long break in between my last episode and this episode. I honestly had lots to come in and talk about, but my schedule was relentless. (laughs) The healing work I have been going through has been relentless, and I just have not literally had the time or I thought I had the time and then something else would come up and take that time away from me. So all all in divine timing, right? So here I am. And I want to talk about current energies and I want to talk about what some of us might be going through. This message may not resonate for everyone. I feel like there are different strains of lightworkers on the planet, of course, doing different kinds of soul missions. But uh, this is going to speak to a certain light worker, and I'm also starting to get the the sense that maybe these are the people that are part of my particular um, fragmentation, my particular tribe, those that I'm here to activate and lead, uh, as I have been, you know, told throughout my lifetime in various ways that I am here to um, to be a light, to be a leader for a certain group of people. So if this resonates, then maybe you are one of those people. Um, so what I've been noticing is this month has been really, really intense. And I, I, I knew that coming in, although I had hoped that I had done enough of my own work that it wouldn't really be that intense for me. On the contrary, it's been incredibly intense for me. One of the things that I have noticed very strongly is that I'm becoming more sensitive. I'm becoming as sensitive as I already was, I'm becoming even more so. I've always been sensitive to energy, generally speaking. I have not necessarily considered myself to be an empath in the traditional sense of I don't take on other people's emotions. I don't take on other people's energy, and that's related to my human design. If you're familiar with your human design, then you know that we can look at what energy centers we have undefined versus which energy centers we have defined. And usually people that are very empathic will have a lot of undefined centers. That means a lot of energy center areas, and each one has its own theme, where they're absorbing energy from those around them, particularly those around them that have those energy centers defined, because where we have defined energy centers, we are putting energy out into the world. And so if if you have an undefined solar plexus, solar plexus, that's where you would take on someone else's emotions. And if one person in your family also has an undefined solar plexus, but the other person has a defined one, you're going to feel the emotions of the person with the defined solar plexus much more strongly because they're essentially shooting that energy right out and you're there to absorb it and pull it in. At a soul level, I see this as we wanted to gain wisdom, you know, about, about the human experience and more than just our own. So, but I, I have actually 
eight out of nine energy centers defined, <laughs> which is kind of unusual for someone who is so sensitive, but I also have the 19th gate in my incarnation cross, which is the gate of sensitivity. So um, that's where I think I get most of my sensitivity from. And then my um, identity center, the, it's also called the G center, the identity center, some, sometimes you'll see it called the self, is undefined. So I do have sensitivities around people's identities, how they identify themselves and how they love themselves, how they see themselves. Um, and I would say that that's a cornerstone of the work that I do. A lot of the work that I do is around our worthiness, our enoughness, um, knowing who we are at the soul level. This is all G center, identity center themes. So, um, but as I was saying, I've actually been becoming even more sensitive to energies and I've been getting caught up in it a little bit because it's new for me to feel it in this way. So um, half a day will go by before I realize, oh, this heaviness I'm carrying, this extreme pain or just self-hatred or there's been different things happening depending on what took place. I, I was taking on other people's energy around me, particularly those that I'm closest to. But when I'm in big crowds of people, I'm also feeling just so incredibly overwhelmed and bombarded by all the energy. To, I don't really, I'm not really able to differentiate what I'm feeling. It's just a lot and it puts my nervous system into this kind of like overdrive. So it's been this process of First of all, recognizing that that's happening so that I stop focusing on the external, which I should know better than by now, but you know, I'm still human. So for a little while, I'm still getting caught up in, oh, I'm feeling this way because so-and-so said this to me, or I'm feeling this way because this is happening. And then I'm, I, I kind of snap out of that and, wait and say, wait, remember, <laughs> right? This isn't about the external. This is about my internal experience. And then I'm able to, especially after having these experiences a few times, I'm able to say like, hey, wait a minute. What if this isn't even mine? And so this is what I wanted to talk about, what I feel like some of us light workers are specifically doing right now. So before I jump into that, though, I want to back up a little bit and just talk about the energies in general for a second. What I've been feeling is that we have been going through this really massive wave of clearing and purging, and we're coming to the end of it. In fact, there may be many of you even listening that are like, actually, things have gotten a lot better for me. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling lighter. I'm feeling more forward momentum. I have more direction. I have more clarity. And this is all very possible for many of us. This, um, I do feel that there are these energies and these codes that have been sent down to the earth. They've, you know, we've been getting these light codes of these new frequencies, new opportunities, new ways of thinking, new ways of experiencing the world, um, new found clarity about the direction that we want to go in. This does exist and it is it is accessible to, to all of us. Real, it, It's accessible to all of us. However, if you're sitting there thinking like, yeah, that sounds great, but I am not feeling that way at all. Uh, maybe you're feeling similar to how I mentioned, you know, really overwhelmed by all the energies, overwhelmed by life. Um, you know, so there's a couple different things going on that I want to talk about. So we've been going through this, this just really intense wave of purging. I 
feel like something shifted at the first of the year, or yes, energies were intense before then, but it just felt like they doubled down and it got even more intense as of the first of the year. That's where I felt the shift. I've heard other spiritual teachers talk about different timelines. So we all have our own truth. We all have our own timeline. So whatever resonates for you is, is divine and perfect, right? We're not all here to have the exact same experiences in the exact same time frame. That's not how it works. We're all having um, collective experiences, but they are through our own perception, superimposed on top of each other. And we just experience those as we do. So as I was saying, for me, it was around the first of the year and, and things just got a little bit thicker, denser, like harder to move through. Um, my daily life just feels harder to move through. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. There could or there could not be something in my external, you know, kind of instigating some sort of reaction out of me. But whether there is or isn't, it still just feels hard, like moving through quicksand, like, and this is where I feel like we've been, but now in April, we've been slowly climbing out of this. Um, if you guys are familiar with Amanda Lawrence, uh, I've probably mentioned her before. She's one of the few teachers that I still resonate with. Uh, and I and she did uh, talked about this analogy that she was given about all of us on like a train. And I think she said like April 1st, it's like we all got off the train and we all had our own unique divinely orchestrated experiences for whatever it was that we, our soul wanted to clear up before we all get back on the train and start the forward momentum again. And I really love that analogy because that's how it's felt for me. I'd say even for me, it's felt like this since the first of the year, but, um, but she did talk about a very dark period since January where we've been working through a lot. But um, so I feel like that. I feel like it's been a little stagnant, like we've just been sifting through our shadows and doing our deeper work. And that's that's great and that's beautiful, but it's kind of this feeling of like, when is it going to end? When is it going to lighten up? When's it going to feel lighter and brighter? And when are we going to start to see the evidence of all this work that we've been doing? Because remember, I've been saying, I feel like 2022 is the year where we start to experience physical, tangible results of the inner work that we have been doing. And I still fully 100% believe that. And I feel like it's really going to start kicking in mid-May. And I think mid-May because of these eclipses. So yes, some of us might already be feeling that way, but some of us are not quite there yet. And this is where I feel like there's this special uh, group of lightworkers, starseeds, wayshowers. They're part of their sole mission. Their sole work of being here is to be like the bottom feeders. Like when we go through these deep waves of purging, these are the ones that have um, volunteered to stay behind and do more cleanup work, to really stay behind, to uh, go to the, the deeper depths, to see if there's anything left that can be uh, cleared, unearthed, healed, alchemized, transmuted, right? And so we're, we're most, for the most part, unconscious to this, right? Other than like when I go in and I connect with my guides and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why do I feel like shit? <laughs> And this is the message that comes through. And they're like, oh, you're one of the ones that volunteered for this. So uh, it makes sense that I am more sensitive to energy. And I do feel like all of us are getting more sensitive to energy. And this is just because of the density that's been cleared during this really intense wave we've been going through. So there's literally less density on the planet. And what that can feel like in our actual reality, our conscious reality, 
is we might start to see things a little bit more clearly. And I'll give you some examples, you know, seeing where things are out of alignment, where energies are enmeshed or entangled, specifically in relationships. We start to recognize like, oh, just because I am married to this person or with this person or related to this person or have some type of relationship with this person, it doesn't actually mean any of the things that I've been programmed to believe that it means, right? We are our own individual sovereign light imprint. I've been using that word lately, imprint, and that feels really, um, that resonates very deeply. Like we are our own individual energetic imprint. Yes, we are all one and we're all connected to the one source of energy. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But this period of time is not about that. It is in the sense that that is where we're going. This unity consciousness, this um, remembrance that we're all connected, that we're all one. But in order for us to get to that level of clarity and that level that level of clarity, we have to continue clearing the density so that we can actually see it and feel it and experience it. And what that means is looking internally into us, into our frequency, our energy, and really honoring what is it I need? What what am I needing? What am I doing? Where am I still leaking my energy? And when we leak our energy, this looks like I care about what you do because I think it has something to do with my life and my life experience. And I'm going to worry about what I do because I think that I have somehow am responsible for your happiness or your life experience. These are all the different ways that we leak our energy. We're not taking responsibility for our sovereign experience of of life, of our ability to create our own reality through our own energetic frequency, the lens through which we view the world, our perceptions, right, which all have to do with our internal frequency. So in order for us to return all of our energy into our sovereign self, which is essential, and I'm going to talk about why in a second, in order for us to return all of our fragmented parts of our soul into this one like imprint, light imprint that we have incarnated in, that we've chosen to occupy, right? Um, this energetic field we've chosen to occupy in this human incarnation. Right now, it is our soul's mission and journey to return all parts of us back to our, our, our imprint, into our, our frequency, our avatar, whatever, however you want to see it. Um, and so we're all doing that work in our own way. And then I feel like, again, there is this subset of light worker who are the bottom feeders. They're the cleaner uppers. They're the ones that go beyond, you know, where everyone else has gone. And we're trying to transmute as much of the density as we can. And I do believe that we will naturally transmute either what is what is directly in front of us. So for example, I know I've been, I have been so much more sensitive to my husband's energy. So when he's going through something, I'm going through it as if it's happening to me. And it's a little confusing because like I said, for like half a day, I'll get caught up in, in the emotions, not recognizing that they're not my own. And I'll think there's either something wrong with me or somebody else did something that caused this. And I'm really focused on being upset with them. And then it's, oh yeah, remember, right? Shift it back inward. What is trying to move through me? This is just energy that was outside of me. 
that is now trying to move through me. Why is it trying to move through me? Oh, because I'm one of the light workers that came here to transmute this dense energy. And I signed up for this at this time to be one of the ones that stay behind and clear more of the density. It, it's not necessarily mine, but the fact that I get caught up in it temporarily shows you that there is something still resonating within me that matches that frequency because otherwise I wouldn't for a second think it was mine, right? So I'm doing much deeper inner healing work for myself at the same time that I'm helping to clear more density from the collective. And um, this happened on vacation with my daughter. She was behaving a certain way one day and the next day I was behaving that way or wanted to behave that way. I was able to recognize much sooner what was actually taking place, an old pattern, an old story, old residual energies that needed to be processed. So if the people in our lives don't know how to process their energy, they don't know how to love themselves through a tantrum, so to speak, and to um, really bring that unconditional loving vibration to these really painful feelings, emotions, patterns, traumas, frequencies that are trying to move through, then we can take some of that on for those around us and help move that through. And so again, I feel like a lot of this is happening subconsciously. We're not necessarily conscious of a lot of this, but we might be conscious of it feeling really hard, really heavy, really dense, really overwhelming. It feels like just a lot is coming at us all at once. And it might feel, I've been feeling kind of hopeless and like, when is this going to end? Like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. So it's exhausting. I've been sleeping so hard. Oh, there's a little animal over there. What is that? I think it's a beaver. Is it? Or woodchuck? I don't know. It's across the bank. I'd like to know what it is so I can look up the meaning. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm up at I'm up at our land. So I'm looking at nature. Um, what was I saying? Uh, I don't know, you know, it just feels kind of like this work is dragging on <laughs> like, okay, let's, let's go here. And I think that what we're sensing or what I know I'm sensing is this sense of like, we're going to be getting, we're going to get going. And I'm kind of like, why am I still, why is this still feeling so hard? But that's why is because some of us are doing this cleanup work. Um, and I, and I feel like maybe this is part of, this will become a more conscious process for us as we move forward, as we go through other intense waves of purging, as we, um, help the collective purge more density, you know, this is just what we came here to do. And so many of us are portals of transmutation of density into, into light simply because we are we are. We hold more light. We came here holding more light. And that's how we're able to, you know, somewhat tap into this whole world of ascension and awakening. It's how we're able to not think that we're totally crazy for <laughs> believing that the world is shifting in consciousness. And this is what we came here to do. We have a little bit more light that we hold within our bodies and that a light is also energetic information, right? So that's what allows us to have a little bit more of a remembering that we're here for something special, right? That there's more to this life than just the human experience, all of these things that we believe in so easily, but yet so many 
other millions of human beings are like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, life after death, that's crazy. I don't know if I believe in mediums. I don't know if I believe in energy and law of attraction, right? And we're like, huh? How can you not? <laughs> it, it, it just is. It is what it is. It, it's the way that um, everything in the world, everything in the universe is created. But Again, we hold more light, so we have a little bit more remembering. And we each came here to use that light in different ways. So I am speaking to the ones that came here to use their light to transmute the darkness um, and stay behind a little bit, right? We're going to get to catch up. We're going to get to join everybody else. But right now, at this specific time, and I think it might last, it, it, it just depends on your your soul contract, your soul journey, but it could last, I think, up to another couple of weeks, maybe a month, because again, I feel like the eclipse that's coming is what's really going to push us physically into the next timeline experience for all, where we're going to start to get that forward momentum going again. But we may feel it. We may start to feel it at any point, but if you're not feeling it and you, and you don't feel it for a while, just know that I'm looking at mid-May and then there may be like a integration week or so after those eclipse energies. So, um, you know, towards the end of May is where I'm expecting things to really, and I, and I am expecting a very huge shift, uh, for those of us that feel like we're really down in the depths of the darkness, clearing a lot. And it, again, it might feel heavy or it might just feel overwhelming. It could feel a lot of different ways. So, Going back to what I was sharing, though, about how we, what the work that we're doing and returning all of our soul fragments into our, our vessel, our light vessel that we came here with, that we came here and, and we decided to be responsible for the evolution of. I also feel like um, if you've heard anybody talking about the unified grid, I've heard a, a couple of different teachers start talking about this, and this has also been coming through for me um, with the zero point teachings that I have been teaching for a while now in all of my programs. And that is that, you know, that heart centered, heart coherence, we connect to the heart portal. Um, now, I believe that this unity consciousness that we are all going to begin to start tapping into and connecting to on our own timeline when it's right for us, this will only happen when we have fully returned all of our own energetic fragments to ourself. And then we get to plug into the unified grid. And once we are fully whole and healed, we then get to plug in and we get to um, really plug into the unified grid and become a, a unified consciousness. It doesn't mean we don't still have our individuality because my understanding is that, you know, this is still a low enough dimension where we still have our, our individuation, but we are much more consciously aware of how we're all connected, that we are in fact all one. And so what's going on over there does affect me here. And what's going on over there does affect me here. So, um, I just wanted to share that, that I, that is a download that came through. I shared it with the soul healing circle yesterday where, um, we are still doing our own individual work and we are returning all the fragments of ourselves back to ourselves. So if you have taken any programs with me or worked with me and I've shared the zero point with you, it's, it's really very basic. It's, it's just connecting into the heart portal, the heart space, First, you culminate that space, and then it, as you culminate it, and I say culminate it with 
like the soul truths, like I am enough. I am, div I am divinely created. There is no right or wrong. I cannot get this wrong. I am right where I need to be. Like all of those things that really soothe a lot of the, the negative programming that we've been given over centuries and centuries that really keep us in a, in a low vibrational state and almost keeps us from even being able to bring our head above water to even like have a moment to look around and see what's actually going on. Um, right. So it's cultivating that space. So we have somewhere to go whenever we feel anxious, we feel depressed, we feel ourselves going under the wave and going into the shadows and doing some of the, our deeper inner work. And, and it's hard and it's heavy and it's scary and it's lonely. We've cultivated that space that we can return to, to remind ourselves of what's actually true, right? What's actually true at a soul level, not what we've been programmed to believe is true. So once we, we call, I, I call it cultivating the space, but what we're actually doing is we're re-strengthening, remembering the connection that we already have to that truth through our heart portal, to the unified grid, to the quantum field, to the source creator, to the all that we are, right? And it's just remembering that. But but we're very, part of the human experience is that we've been deeply programmed to forget that it's been, you know, essentially erased from our memories. So it does take work to remember it. And so that's why I say cultivating that space. But once you've done, once you've practiced it again and again and again, it does become a remembering. It does become a connection uh, portal to your higher self, your guides, the, all that you are, the quantum field, manifestation, conscious creation, everything, right? Um, that's what I, I teach in all of my programs. And it is, uh, I have videos on that available in the foundational lesson library, which is a free, you have free access if you are in the soul healing circle, uh, which next month we're going to be doing, May is going to be permission to shine. Because I am getting the message that are there are many light workers out there that are still a little bit stuck in comparison, a little bit stuck in who am I to step out of the mold to 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 shine my light brightly and boldly to fully be myself and what will other people think? I'm still feeling some hesitation in that area. So uh, May is going to be. Um, permission to shine and we're going to be using the eclipse energies to really activate stepping more boldly uh, and freely into our purpose and our power and what we came here to do i feel like there's going to be a lot of support for this and there only there just needs to be a few little shifts and shakeups to release some of that residual energy that's holding us back so i want to make sure that we do that um, if you're not familiar with the Soul Healing Circle, you can visit my website and I have a page dedicated. There's three different levels that you can join. And it's really just the space where I bring, you know, my uh, my most powerful activations and downloads. Sometimes we'll do moon meditations or eclipse meditations. Uh, I do distant group Reiki healing twice a month. And I usually get really powerful messages for the collective that come through with those as well. And we get the added bonus, of course, of the energy clearing and healing that's activated through those Reiki sessions. It's usually very powerful, very timely <laughs> uh, for whatever it is that we're going through. In fact, we had one yesterday and we, and I was able to go in and clear the energy for the group that we've that many of the people in the group because honestly if you resonate with me then it's likely that you would you are one of these you know stragglers uh, straggling light workers that are just you know busy picking up this like 
leftover collective density and you're doing such an you're doing such incredible work on this planet so it was my pleasure to go in and just relieve the load for many of in the group and, and to just take the energy that they've been carrying didn't even realize they were carrying because again this is the, a lot of this work is still unconscious but this is going to continue to shift too we're going to become more and more conscious obviously and again as this density keeps getting cleared and moved away we are just going to be able to very easily see more of what's actually going on what we're actually doing what other people are actually doing you know when we get these weird feelings that something's off now we're going to be able to look at a situation and be like oh i know exactly what's off or i have at least a, a better idea of what's off and it's not just this random feeling anymore and it's it's this interesting experience of like it's not like we're able to, uh, we're just able to actually absorb more of what's actually happening in, right in front of us. It's not, it's, it's, we're reading the energy, we're reading the energy, but we're also, it's, for me, it's been this experience of, oh, it, it seems so obvious when you look at the situation that this is what's happening. And yet I was so confused about it before and I just knew something didn't feel right, but I didn't know what, you know, so, so that's kind of my explanation of how it's felt for me. I'm sure many of you are noticing it as well. Uh, relationships that are not serving us or that need to shift or, you know, we need, we need to have better boundaries, but now we can understand why we need better boundaries because we can actually see the energy that's being leaked by us and the other person. So we can recognize that, oh, this isn't about being selfish. This isn't about me, 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 me. This is about when I honor and protect and um, hold my energetic frequency as sacred, I also allow you to do the same for yourself so that neither one of us is leaking energy, projecting our emotions or our stories or our patterns onto each other. We're able to more succinctly do our own healing work. And then when we interact with others, we're bringing a more whole healed version of ourselves into the picture. And so again, this is really, really important right now that we're all starting to recognize this. We're all starting to do this more because as we come more solidly and sacredly into ourselves, returning all of our energy to ourselves, especially I'm just thinking like as parents, like we might feel like, oh, that's so selfish. I can't do that. I can't abandon my family, but it's not the same as abandoning other people. It's really an honor of each of us, each of us as an individual for us each to come into ourself so that we can plug into the unified grid. And then from there, like it's, it's just an explosion of um, connectivity where we are all so beautifully whole and healed and strong and empowered and in remembrance of our soul truths that we're able to, in a, in a much more powerful way, um, look out onto, into the world and know what needs to happen, know what needs to shift, know, and know that we're fully capable of, of activating that and creating that as a collective, no longer feeling alone and like I'm doing this all by myself. So... Um, we just think if that was everything that I wanted to share about the current energies. And so really this episode is for anyone that has been feeling like it's just been really, really hard, really hard. Um, and I did also release a video clip from my soul healing circle, um, 
message that came through yesterday with the Reiki session. I know you're not all listening this to this episode in real time, but if you want to go to my YouTube channel, Kara Gilsonen, uh, there will be a message, there will be a clip from my Soul Healing Circle. Um, it'll be dated April 14th or something along those lines. It might have been yesterday. Uh, what is the date? Anyways, 14th, 13th, 14th, 15th, somewhere around there. Um, and it will be, it'll be a clip from the Soul Healing Circle. And, and I talk about, I talk about this. And so if this is really hitting for you, you might want to listen to that too, because I might have said it in just a slightly different way. And if these messages really resonate with you and you would like additional support on your healing and awakening journey, then please visit my website, The Soul Healing Circle, and you can look at the different options for joining us if that is something that seems like it would support you in your journey. Okay, I think that's about it. You can also go to my website to join my email list if you would like, and I send out um, energy updates every month. I'm about to send out another one for April because this month has just been so intense that I feel that another, another message needs to be sent out, and I will probably send that YouTube clip I just mentioned. But I send out energy updates whenever it feels like we need it <laughs> for the most part, but it's a great way to stay connected to me and to know what I'm offering and what, what services are available for support. I do think that things are going to start to get pretty exciting in a couple weeks, maybe a month or so. And I'm just really, really hanging on for that because it, like I said, it's been a lot. It's really been, it's just been a lot. And I know it's been a lot for other people. And I guess the only other thing I would like to say is that this, again, it will look different to everybody. I know some people are purging physically. They're either getting injured or they're going through sickness and illness. And it, and it's like one after the other, or it just is a lot, or it comes out of nowhere. Um, and it, and so we might be purging physically. We might be purging emotionally, just things happening in our life that brings up a lot of stuff that we have to then process and purge the and, you know, mentally too, however we're experiencing it, there's lots of different ways we could be experiencing these deep, dense energy purges. So just remember that the best thing you can do for yourself is to try not to get wrapped up into it. Try not to look at the external and blame, even if something in our external might be having something to do with it. We still need to look inward, look to ourselves. What am I allowing? What am I putting up with? What am I um, where am I being, you know, in fear or trying to control or, or trying to put my opinions, my perceptions, my needs in front of others. And so there's a fine line between honoring what we need, but then also infringing our energetically onto others, right? So we definitely want to start to recognize these shifts in relationships where we're reclaiming our energy this is something that's really been coming through a lot for me and it, and it ties into the last episode I did on relationships, but I've really been becoming aware of how enmeshed and entangled our relationships really are and how we have been programmed to see our relationships. Again, going back to what I mentioned earlier about how um, we are programmed to believe that our happiness is somehow affected by those around us and that those that we're in these close relationships with are supposed to 
treat us and care about us and think about us in a certain way in order for us to be happy. And we really need to, to release all of that. I know that that's probably going to take some time. And I think that we are going to be seeing like becoming aware of how out of alignment we are in our relationships more and more. But, um, but I've been noticing for myself, like even when my husband was going through something and I was feeling his emotions very strongly. I had to also acknowledge that what he had done that my human wanted to be like, that's not okay for him to behave that way. I was also doing or wanting to do. So the, the frequency was within me too. It's almost always a two way street, but this is what I mean about how important it is for us to start pulling our energy back. Because as long as we're in these relationships where we are enmeshed and entangled energetically, it's really hard to, to separate, to say, Oh, this is yours. And this is mine. Because I also absorb you know, his energies through the identity center. So some of that is his. Now, as a light worker, it is also my job to, when I feel aligned and like I want to, and like I'm in the right space and energy to, I can take his energy and transmute that energy and process it. I can do that for people. Um, that doesn't mean I always have to though, right? It doesn't mean that I should always subject myself to it just willy nilly without any type of respect for my own energetic frequency, what I need to be at my best, what I need to be whole and healed within myself first, because that is ultimately what I need to do before I can then turn and, and help somebody else transmute their density. I shouldn't say I can't do it. It's just harder and it's messier. The more that I can strengthen myself and then come to those situations without thinking that like what I said earlier, without getting caught up in the story of it and, and thinking it's a, and getting caught up in the 3D-ness of it, right? Like, oh, well, this is wrong and you shouldn't do this. And this is why I'm feeling this way. And, and I need to justify my opinion, right? If I am coming to the situation fully whole and, whole and healed, I will much more quickly recognize like, oh, this is just somebody else's energy that is moving through my field because it it's rececognizing that I can process it. It's being, a, it's attracted to me because of my light. So sometimes we're attracting these energies because of our light and sometimes we are attracting these energies because we literally match the frequency of them within our within our being. And it's probably a little bit of both most of the time. So that, I think, is everything I wanted to share with you guys today. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time. <laughs>